gonna make them an offer again. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. Say hello to my little friend! The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about Fight With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Welcome to the Best Movies You've Never Seen podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about movies, movies that I know very well. My name is Stephen Fennick. I pick the movies. I'm the movie nerd. And I show them to my good friend Trevor Long, who chances are has never seen that movie. Including this one, Trevor. Welcome. Good day, good day. I love talking movies every week. It's uh, it's become a, a favourite part of the week of mine. Becoming a habit of yes, ours, a little bit of a habit, isn't it? <laughs> we're building up your movie library. I love Repartee. that. I love that. The movie we're talking about is Castaway, starring Tom Hanks and Helen Hunt, released in the year two thousand. Now, Tom Hanks okay. said he wanted to make a movie that would reinvent the desert island, stuck on a desert island concept. Yeah, right, get it. And he, so he contributed to the idea of this movie. Wow. Uh, so most people, like, when you think of desert island, you think, uh, you know, if you're, you're stranded on an island, most people think Gilligan's Island or Robinson yeah. Crusoe. And yeah. I don't know whether you've seen Gilligan's Island, but it's I did remember pretty, it pretty easy going kind of lifestyle. <laughs> they've got their huts and they've got, they seem to have everything they need, but... Uh, right, that, they build a whole yeah. house. Like it's that's a bit, right. yeah. yeah, that's not quite the reality of it all. Uh, he said he first got the idea for the movie after reading an article about FedEx, and oh. he realised that they they like a lot of other airlines have their own fleet of planes mm. that just crisscross the globe, just on in planes just filled with packages. Parcels, yeah. So he he thought uh, you know that they fly across the Pacific three times a day. So he said what. What would happen if one of those goes down? He uh, so he took that and uh, then sort of looked at his interest in how to survive without the essentials in life: yeah, food, wow. food, water, shelter, fire, and and companionship. So or even a pocket knife. That's right. He <laughs> did. He didn't have that either. Uh, so had you seen this? Not seen this? What were your impressions? I've definitely this? seen it. Um, but here's the annoying thing about Trevor's memory: is um, Are you sure you've seen it? I abs- Well, my <laughs> wife walked in as I was watching it last yeah. night, and. Uh, she said, "You've seen this." I went, "I, I, I know the concept. Yeah. So I absolutely know the FedEx, the deserted yeah. island, yeah. stranded. But I actually sat there and I went, I don't remember how he gets off this. Yeah. That, that's how weird it is for me. So, yeah, fully aware of the concept and 
you know, especially the FedEx part of it, but uh, linking it all together and rem- and, and also just analysing, you know, thinking about it from a broader, you know, filmmaking perspective. It's, yep. it's a whole new lens to put something like this through. Absolutely. Um, so this movie was nominated for two Oscars. Right. Best uh, best actor nomination was t- for Tom Hanks. Yeah, lost to our man Russell Crowe, who won it for Gladiator. Won the Oscar oh, for Gladiator. What a, I mean, what isn't that amazing? It's one of those yeah. any other year kind of scenarios, Maybe. right? And it was also nominated for best sound, also beaten by Gladiator. Oh. So glad that was the year Gladiator took took all the awards. Two thousand. Um, so, but still nice to be nominated. Yeah. Now here's the thing. Says right? every nominee. Exactly right. If you don't win, of course. But here's the thing. Uh, this movie, by the way, was directed by Robert Zemeckis. So Robert Zemeckis directed Back to the Future, Forrest Gump, Polar Express. And he had a bit of – there was a bit of controversy when, when this movie was released. You know when you, when you release a trailer for a film? Mm. You want to make the trailer so that it's it, – it, you're thinking, wow, I want to see that. I want to see it, yeah. He received a lot of criticism because the trailer actually spoils the movie. The trailer shows him, uh, shows Tom Hanks, Chuck Nolan, reunited with Helen Hunt in the trailer, and he, he did. He apparently ha- has done that for his other films. And his response was that we know from studying the marketing of movies, people want to know what they're in for, so what they're going to see. Right. Uh, he said, to, he goes, being a movie lover and a film student and a film scholar and a director. I want to. I want to know what's going to what what to expect. Mm. So he says oh, he relates this to McDonald's. He goes the reason why McDonald's is a tremendous success is that there are no surprises. You know exactly what you're going to get. Right. So he sort of that that was the reason why he he kind of gave it away. He's done that before. I, I don't mind that movies. idea yeah. because in the end, the the beauty of this movie, as we'll talk about later, is yeah. it's actually the the flow of the story. It's the yeah. journey. That's right. Yeah. And what a journey that was. Yeah. Now, contrary to popular belief, yeah. FedEx did not pay to be in this movie. Wow. Did not pay. Because there's some scenes here where you go, It's like, a free ad for FedEx. Wow. Well, but you think about the, con- the context of it, plane, FedEx plane crashing and, and, and not the best light to be seen in. Yeah. But um, they weren't paid. Uh, Robert Zemeckis made that really clear in, in a lot of his interviews. FedEx was concerned when they heard about it, and they. But when they saw the finished script, they had no objections and even offered support during the filming. Well, of, they would have had movie. to. There's yeah. a couple of good scenes. Yeah. Yeah, but and the the company later said that the the movie was really helped them in foreign markets. Wow. So it sort of boosted their brand. <laughs> Can you believe that? Wow. Right. This is your last exit before the freeway. We're going to dive into Castaway, but if you haven't seen it already, you can catch it on Fetch. As you can, uh, thousands of movies and uh, many movies you'll know are part of your streaming subscription service. So, for example, if you've got Stan, well, guess what? Castaway is part of your Stan subscription. And the great thing about Fetch is you can search for any movie and it'll do a universal search. It'll tell you whether it's available to rent, buy, watch on the Fetch movie box, or if it's available in one of your streaming services. So, you don't need to pay an extra cent because you've already got that subscription. And that's what I did with my uh, subscription to Stan on the Fetch Box. I was able to watch Castaway right there. Thousands of movies available to watch, to rent, to buy, and to join your library of movies that you may be seeing for the first time or for the hundredth time. Doesn't matter at all. You can get it all at fetchtv.com.au and find them at your major retailers or internet providers. 
All right, so you've now officially sat through Castaway yep. and remembered it. You only watched it a couple of like last night, so yep. it's fresh in your That's, mind. It's got to be fresh for this show. <laughs> it's fresh. Yeah. So what are, what are your impressions now after this watch? My main impression is exactly what I started talking about earlier. I I think the journey here is is so much of the story because yep, there's a plane crash. Yes, there's a there's a FedEx thing. Yes, there's a reuniting, all that stuff, but it's actually just this amazing journey where you sit and you, sometimes you're going, but what about? And you you kind of shout at the screen a little bit yeah. here. Um, Did you put yourself in it? Like I like the oh, all I like this thinking, what would I do? Imagine this was oh, me. What I'll would talk I do? about that a little bit when we get yeah. into the run through because there's yeah. some things you go, mate, why aren't you doing X or Y? Yes. Because okay. you watch enough Bear Grylls or whatever other survival <laughs> shows, you kind of think, hang on, I could do this myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I um I really enjoyed it. And my number one point, and this actually goes to my tweet, is my tweet would say something along the lines of, "It it is longer than it seems." Mm. This is a two hour twenty twenty nine yeah, yeah. or something twenty five. Yeah. I don't know. It's a long movie. Yeah, but mate, I, I didn't feel it. Yeah, it really yeah, it didn't good. feel it. And I think that that that's where I'd be going. It's 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 longer than it feels, but it's an uh, it's a brilliant performance by Tom Hanks and well worthy of a rewatch. I, I see this movie and, and it's like there's distinct parts to it. Like there's the yeah, part that's true. Yeah, or the crash. Then there's the island, and then there's after. So it's like three. The well, three I think acts. there's four. There's because there's, there's, there's two parts of the island, right? There's the early yeah. island, and then uh, the, true, yeah, true. Then the the four year later island. Like the, the, there's like four acts yeah. to the to the to the movie, and each is like almost self contained. You can so that's a little movie in itself. But it's also thing. one of those ones where there's so many little nuggets that carry through. Yes, even from we'll, the start to the end, which we'll did, unpack. The yeah. Did you notice? There's a lot of little did you notices in this one, um, and for me. I saw this at the movies, of course, and have rewatched it. I was by myself too when I saw it. So, yeah. ironically, cast away, you're on your own. I watched it by myself. <laughs> um, but I have rewatched it. I've got it on disc here and I've watched it on, on Fetch as well. But um, I, even on this watch, I picked up a couple of things. Really? Yeah. So, like, I've seen this probably, I reckon, 15 times. I, I've seen things on this watch. That I, uh, I I I did notice earlier. That's, good, the, that's the beauty, like the lens that we yeah. I watch now the movies that we do on the show. I'm looking even harder at the movie. Yeah. Like normally, I just sort of let it wash over me if I'm not we're not covering it. But now that we're doing it, I'm looking harder in in all the corners of the screen to see what's what. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Well, the casting call. Let's talk about who is in there. Not many actors in it. It's Tom Hanks, Actually, basically. True. Yeah, yeah. Chuck. He plays Chuck Nolan. He, of course, was in Saving Private Ryan. Covered on the best movies you've never seen a couple of weeks ago. Check mm. that out. Forrest Gump, he was also in, won an Oscar for that. And was he recently in Elvis? When are we doing Have Forrest you seen Elvis? Gump? No. Can we Forrest, Forrest Gump's on Gump, the list. Oh, yeah, for sure. Have you seen that? I mean, I know about the box of chocolates and the running, but I've got <laughs> no idea why. That's good. He was in Elvis. You haven't seen Elvis, have no. you? No. Yeah. No, he, he's he not plays, Elvis. Uh, no, no. He's, <laughs> he's Colonel Tom Parker. He's got like a fat suit on. He's like a. Okay. You look at it, you see his face, you can tell it's him. But right, yeah. the other uh, main actor is Helen Hunt. Yeah, big fan. Big fan. Yeah, me too. Uh, she was in As Good As It Gets. Mad About You as the TV show, wasn't Correct, it? Correct, yes. Mad About You. And she was in a movie with Mel Gibson. Not a bad one called What Women Want. That wasn't bad. The only other person of note, I think, to talk about, and you being a Law & Order fan. Chris North. You saw Chris North, who plays Jerry Lovett. Uh, he it's, was in, a, of course, it's a small part, isn't it? Very but, small. But critical. But he, yeah. he, as we'll find out, he plays uh, Kelly's husband, mm. who becomes her husband yep. once the, in, the, in the time that uh, our man Chuck was on the island. Yeah. Right. We're going to get to the run through in a moment. But before we do that, let's talk about our other great sponsor, and that is Hisense. Hisense have a, an amazing range of TVs, including their 4K Mini LED Pro. Now, Mini LED 
improves the picture quality because there are more dimming zones. So that, that adds to the contrast, adds to the high dynamic range. Hisense's QLED quantum dot color technology really uh, provides unprecedented pictures with amazing contrast, more than a billion shades of color. And this TV is also certified IMAX enhanced. If you have Disney Plus, they they often have some IMAX programs. So if you've got an IMAX certified Hisense TV, you'll be able to enjoy all of that. And of course, it can handle Dolby Vision IQ and HDR10 Plus as well. They're the high dynamic range technologies. But it's not just about the picture. On the sound front, it's got a 70-watt sound system. So that's about 2.1.2 channels and Dolby Atmos. This is all coming from the TV, by the way, for an amazingly immersive experience. And if you're a sports fan or a gamer, Hisense has also got you covered here. Auto Sports Mode provides 200 smooth motion to combine amazing, vibrant, and crystal clear motion. So silky smooth if you're watching your sport and if you're watching any action movies where there's a lot of movement. On the gaming front, Game Mode Pro with HDMI 2.1 allows you to play your games in 4K at 120 hertz, so you're getting the best quality possible. And there's also the variable refresh rate and the auto low latency mode to make sure you are in the game, in in the game online, so you are competitive, you are getting those amazing response rates. And it's also got AMD FreeSync technology as well, so a pure gaming experience all round. If you haven't seen a Hisense TV, do yourself a favour, head down to the store. These, these, the mini LED Pros are available in sizes up to 75-inch. Go big or go home, we say. Stand in front of a TV, a Hisense TV at your local retailer, or check them out at hisense.com.au. Are you ready to dive in? Oh, I am Trev. locked and loaded, right. and I have a con note <laughs> attached con to Con note. <laughs> I like it. The, uh, we start off on this lonely, empty road, this yeah. junction, and naturally the FedEx van is driving up. It arrives at a property, and you'll notice above the property, it drives into the driveway. Above the property, it says Dick and Bettina. Yeah, Did like you notice this? Metal welded. Yes. Yeah. And there's like wing sculptures. You think, what is this place? Yeah. And the courier's there. The, the woman's the, 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 he's in the back shed sort of working on some sculptures. Yeah. And he picks up the parcel. Now, did yeah. you like this bit where the camera appears to be attached to the parcel? And yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, he's walking along with the parcel. It's like the parcel point of view. Yes. <laughs> but, it's, but it's not because there's another. There's a couple of scenes like that where he walks upstairs in the next bit in Russia. Yeah. And, it's it's actually not attached to it, which I mean, in theory, well, these no, days you in, could do. In the very, like what happens? He shuts the door on it, and then it opens again, and that same package is picked up again, yeah. and it's taken. The camera's still on it, and yeah. you'll notice on that package. Did you notice the pink wings yeah, on that package? Like painted on it, yeah. And it's delivered to a guy uh, in uh, in an, like a like a brownstone, like a walk up. In a cowboy hat, and there's this this woman with him as well. This is another parcel from the wife. Yeah, so you're thinking, what's going on? What here? is what is that? So that's something to keep in the back of your mind. And you find out though that they're in Russia. Yeah. And so the the camera pulls out, and you see we're in Russia. And then uh, the 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 driver makes another stop, and then the kid gets it and runs across Red Square and over a bridge. And till he arrives at the FedEx depot. Now you know all those landmarks he walked past. Yeah. Apparently, if you actually did that for real, it'd take about three hours to, <laughs> to move all. That. They're all. He just they just picked out all the landmarks as you do. But uh, when he arrives at the FedEx depot, we hear uh, some guy talking about the importance of time. 
Because we live or we die by the clock. We never turn our back on it. And we never, ever allow ourselves the sin of losing track of time. So this is our man Chuck Nolan, uh, played by Tom Hanks. And that whole thing about time is really something that's it's, a, yeah. kind of a theme of the it's movie. a theme through the whole thing, uh, yeah. And we, we know what's going to happen there. Um, he's talking about the package sort. He sees the kid. He goes, oh, well done. You picked up your first package. And he opens, maybe opens up a backpack. He goes, for that, you deserve a Snickers yeah. and a CD player. The whole kid thing doesn't make any sense, by the way. Well, I, I, I thought that it was a... Well, like a family that he knew in Russia that was helping him out, that maybe a customer uh, of theirs, a good, because a, a the well-known point of customer. this is Tom yeah. Hanks opens up the package yeah. and shows to these people that it's a clock and yes. it shows how long it took the well, package took to get there. The time 87 was hours, 87, 87 hours, 22 minutes and 17 seconds it was, and he called that a shameful yes. outrage. But getting from the US to there, in I thought that too. I thought that's, that's pretty good. Not bad, right? That's like two and a half days. But it makes sense what Three you say. So Tom Hanks is sitting in his office. He goes, "I'm going to yeah. make the point." He doesn't want to send it to the FedEx office. That's yeah. not that's not a real example of. Yes. So I'm going to send it to just, just someone I know, yeah. and that's why. Okay, that makes sense. All right, I'll pay that. So that that's uh, he, he and there's a guy. Do you notice there was a guy in the background translating what he's saying? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at some point so, he notices. He goes, yeah. "What are you saying? What What are you saying?" Yeah, and like, then and then there was someone mentions. He goes, "Oh, look, you know, there was a the the." Um, Chuck borrowed a kid's bike to deliver a package. You go, that's how sort of how dedicated he was. He had to he had to yeah. get this package delivered, so he borrowed a kid's bike to do it and gave it back to him. Apparently, well, they're but, also abusing him for it. They're saying yeah, like, you yeah. just shouldn't they steal a bike. <laughs> they do that, but um, anyway, uh, they on their way to the airport, they find out that the the one of the airport trucks has been had its wheel clamped, yeah. and can't go. And so this this right. whole scene yeah. is, I think, a way of setting up how. Dedicated Chuck is to the FedEx, you know, mission. Yes. Um, it's it's you know we're not going to let a parcel go unnoticed. So even though this truck is stuck, he's he immediately says, "Fine, we'll just set up the sorting table here." Yeah. And they start sorting like that one's going to the airport. That in one's the middle, going to the, in town, the middle of the middle. Red Square, like the. Yeah, so it's it, awesome. You're right. It does set Chuck up as a real dedicated company guy, wanting yeah. to do the best he can. And also, yeah. what I love about this is, and again, this is, it, you would call this a second watch for me, but this is noticing. Little things like this is him or them setting the scene for, okay, this is how we sort. You yeah. know, one to the airport, one to there. Yeah. Because that comes up, I think, a little bit later in the movie. Absolutely right. But um, he, uh, they do the sort and then he uh, he gives uh, gives home a buzz. Hi, this is Kelly. If you're calling for Chuck, please press one. Otherwise, leave a message after the tone. Thanks. Hello, Kelly. Are you there? Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Pick up. You're not there. You're not going to believe this. I'm doing the sort in the middle of Red Square. In the shadow... I miss you. I miss you. I really want to kiss you. I'm out of here in about two minutes, and I'm picking up the suite through Paris, so I should be back in Memphis about 18 hours or so. That's the good news. The bad news is I got to go to the dentist this week. I got something in there that's hurting. Uh, I love you, and I'm going to see you soon, and you know what that means. A couple of things there. Yeah. He's obviously got a really nice, tight relationship with Kelly. Right? So I like that. Miss you. Really want to yeah, kiss yeah. you. That's really cute. Um, and then he mentions the tooth. Tooth. Yes. He's got a, he's got a, he's got a, got a bit tooth of a toothache yeah. happening. So uh, keep that in the back of your mind as well. They're at the airport, planes loading, Chuck gets on, and he needs to get back to Memphis. I absolutely positively have to get to Memphis tonight. Can't help you, try UPS. Okay, with this extra headwind, are we going to be able to push it a bit and make the sort? We'll do our best. Our best, huh? Now, Gwen, is there something wrong with our doctors that Jack here keeps getting certified to fly? I mean, Aren't you concerned? I'm terrified, but a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. That's the spirit there. Relentless is our goal. Relentless. What do you expect from the 
guy who stole a crippled kid's bicycle when his truck broke down. I borrowed it. I borrowed it, but I love that the kid's now crippled. <laughs> so you missed the last truck by two minutes? Two minutes. Actually, it was less than that. Well, the plane wasn't that heavy. You could have added some fuel and picked up the speed and made up the time. No, but it's about the trucks. Today's truck was two minutes late. Tomorrow's will be four minutes late, and then six minutes late, and eight minutes late. Next thing you know, we're the U.S. mail. <laughs> Good point there. Now, the best thing about that grab that you played mm. is when he gets on, he goes, I just absolutely positively have to be there. Yeah. Which uh, is uh, FedEx's uh, slogan, yeah, that's right? right? Yeah. That's such a good I like line. how the pilot joke is, we'll try a UPS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also find out too about his, again, his real dedication. It's, it's down to the minute. Hey, the minutes yeah. count. And that's a great, like, it's a weirdly great line, um, basically in management, really. It's like, yep. if we just let them be two minutes late, then the next day next they'll be time, five minutes it's worse. Late. That's right, and yeah. it's kind of a yeah. it's a parenting, it's a management, it's just a Mate, it's a I real had, philosophy. I used to be the sports editor of the Daily Telegraph, and mm. time was a massive factor too. Yeah, our course, deadlines, go to right? Print. So we we needed to hit our deadlines, and I prided myself on making deadlines. I think, yeah. come on, we we can't we can't muck around here. Yeah. So that was uh, a definite takeaway right there. But we uh, the the two guys chatting there. I think Sam um, is the guy that gets on. And we hear them talking about Mary, which apparently, from what I gather, it's his wife yep. who she has breast cancer. And, and it's like um, yeah. Chuck's just finding this out. Yeah. Or, or well, he's no, he out he that asked it's the, worse. Yeah, he asked about the condition. Yeah. Yeah, she said, oh, it's metastasized and it's getting worse. Yeah. Um, he calls Kelly again, no response. Uh, next scene is uh, Chuck's back in Memphis and he arrives at Kelly's lab. Now, I don't exactly know what Kelly does. She's mm. some kind of professor or scientist or researcher or something. Yeah, I don't know. She's like a something she'd become a doctor at. So it's doctor yeah. of science, doctor, physics, yeah. or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but he arrives there. He's looking at her through the door. She's photocopying. And then uh, he uh, he says, I like how she says, Oh, you're home. And then they, they have a little smooch and then they just dance for some reason. They're just they're dancing. Again, the closeness between them. They're uh, again they're so early in their relationship. Yeah, it is. Just but, by these, yeah. just by these cutesy you so? signals. You reckon? No, so I mean, not, I mean it's not like they're not ten. They're years not married. Together. They're no. not married. But I reckon they've been together a while. But they're not. I don't think it's like months in. I think no, they're, no, they're I, years I, in. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. You know, yeah. you can pick a ten year couple versus okay. a two year couple. You don't dance with your missus, no, and give her a smooch in no. the kitchen. No, no, she'd smack me away. She'd try. She'd try. Get away from me. All right. Chuck's home. Did you notice this bit here where they're back home, and the bags are packed again yeah. by the end of, by the bottom of the stairs? Now here is uh, they're talking about a new Anchorage hub. Uh, sorry, no, no. This is the, in the home where the it's sort of the the house is the the camera scanning through the house, and here's a pickup that I had on this watch. The camera pans down like some trophies, and it pans down in front of a sailing certificate. Oh, so he's a sailor. Right. He's got sailing experience. Remember, keep that, that in actually mind. Comes in, yeah, right. So that's what pick up on this watch. Yep. So there is a sailing certificate there. Uh, and this is a cute little scene. They're watching TV. Chuck's asleep. They have a little snuggle. Next scene is the big family Christmas yep. dinner. It's like Christmas. Yeah. And it's all they, happening. We also, they're talking about, so it's all business at the table. They're talking about the new Anchorage hub. They must, some of them must be well, you in look, the business. Like if one yeah. of his, let's say it's his dad or his brothers. Yeah. You know, FedEx is, it's like the Tom Hanks, you know, reads a book or watches yeah. a doco about it. That's what gets him fascinated. Yeah. It is fascinating, right? Because there's one there's one line where they talk about how many parcels did you do yesterday. It's like 2.6 million. They're yeah. just, like, they're literally talking yeah, about the business huge, of, of FedEx, which is amazing. Yeah, they're talking about a new Anchorage hub. And, and word gets out that uh, in conversation it was mentioned that Kelly was married before. 
That's right, yeah. yeah. And one of the kids goes, was yeah, she goes, married what? before? You were married before? And then uh, they I, didn't, I couldn't work that. out whether this was a joke or not. No, I think she was married before, right. but it was not a, not, a, not a big deal. But then Chuck uh, grabs his, his face, side of his face, and goes, oh, the tooth, yeah, the his tooth, tooth is hurting him yeah. again. Um, and his beeper goes off. And did you see the look on Kelly's face when the beeper went off? So like yeah. she's just had her face dropped. So thinking, oh, he's got to go again. Yeah, and, because because that, yeah. this is this is a very um, you know time. This is what you know sets the time frame yeah. of this movie because a his beeper goes off and the next scene is them sitting together. Did you like this? They face had their, to face they had with their, their diaries. Philo faxes there. Yeah. You know, little diaries, little paper diaries, flicking through, going, well, if I if I move that and do this, we can be back there. And she all she keeps saying is, you've got to be back New Year's yeah. Eve. Yeah. I wonder why that is. It's never established why. No. Because she said her dissertation wasn't until mid-January. Mm. So there was never maybe... Because he talks about wanting to be back for that. Yeah. But she yeah. says, but you've got to be back for New Year's Eve. Okay. Then they talk about, okay, well, what about our Christmas? And they say, well, let's just exchange gifts in the car. Delightful. Which is what they do. The car drop off. They uh, they give each other... I think he gave her a couple of joke presents, like some hand towels yeah. and yeah. some other things. And a beeper, I think he gave her too. He gave her a beeper, and yeah. She, he gave her... She gave him that beautiful pocket watch beautiful. with her photo in it. Yeah, which and was, he said, which I'm was her great-grandfather's or something. Yeah, he, he wrote it on the railway. He or sets something. the time. He sets the time to Memphis time. I'm going to yeah. keep this on Memphis time. Yeah. Uh, but he, he's a real present. Another present he gave her was a journal, which they're big into the journals, you know, they're, they're phylofaxes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he says, look, I've got to go, but I like how he's walked away with the keys. And she goes, uh, excuse me, keys. Um, and uh, then he comes back. You know, that <clears throat> reminds me, I almost forgot. I have one more present for you. I mean, this isn't uh, an open-the-car kind of Small present. box. Yeah. Ring size. It's clearly a ring. Towels, which were a joke, by the way. I'm terrified. Just take it and hold on to it. You can open it on New Year's Eve. And I love you. I'll be right back. See, that was a good line. I'll be right back. It's just a strange yeah. scene, though, because what are you? Uh, you're meant to assume things. You're meant to make yeah. up your own story, right? Because yeah. here's here's a story for you. Um, he was going to propose to her on Christmas night. Like, right. you know, why else has he got the ring? Yeah, in a box. But you don't. He's you don't gift away, yeah. a wedding ring, right? Yeah, he's flying that's, away. That's but not then, how it works. But then he says to her. Open it up on New Year's Eve, but he's supposed to be back for New Year's Eve. Well, I think that's that's him saying, okay, we'll do it on New Year's Eve. But if yeah. you're going to do that, just hold on to it. Yeah. This is the problem with it being a wedding ring is yeah. you don't hand it over. Ring. You don't yeah. hand it over yeah. to be opened. Okay. You you kneel and open. Uh, you know, that's oh, a well, it's a weird thing that you make us. I, I like it. It's open ended and it's assumption based. But I yeah. thought he should have just FedExed it. <laughs> wow. Should he? Maybe he works for FedEx. He would have got. Think, he would have got mates rates too. I think he might not have got a yes out of that. <laughs> well, the next scene is on the plane. His shoes are off. He's having a snooze. Uh, yeah. Feels a bit of turbulence. Looks at his little pocket watch as well, and then uh, peers into the cockpit. Two, six, hey, is all this five, turbulence five, from Santa and those eight tiny reindeer? <laughs> One six two zero. Eric is next. Fuel nine and five decimal five. Blaine, if you get through a tunnel of deviating south for weather, make another position plot on your deviation left. Deviate left. TD control, FedEx 88, position Jenna at 1526, flight level I got us plotted. We're 200 miles south of the original course. 
Continue planning and check contingency procedures. Tahiti Control, FedEx 88, broadcasting in the blind. How do you read? Broadcasting in the blind, which yeah. means they're... The, 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 the radar screens on the on the cockpit very clearly show a huge storm. weather front in yeah, front of them. Massive weather front. Um, and they're 200 miles south of their original course. Mm. So we're assuming they're coming from the US. So they're coming from Memphis across the Pacific, 200 miles south of that path. We don't know how far into the journey they are. Um, but here's where it gets a bit hairy. And a bit? Not, not, I've seen a lot of plane crashes in movies. Yeah. This is up there with them. I think so too. Yeah, it's up there with them. Um, I like how he goes to the bathroom and he's sort of in there and then suddenly he's knocked out of the bathroom and he's hanging on. Yeah. There's some massive turbulence. And did you see when the pilot, one of the pilots was walking out of the cockpit and the sudden movement, he smashes his head on top of the door and cuts his head open? Yeah, and it's like, that yeah. guy, but that guy came out because he saw yeah. Hank. He said, get into your seat. And he, yeah. was, like, he was like coming out to talk yeah. to him and that that's where he bumped his head yeah. and then, you know. Gushing blood on the floor, and Hanks is now up against like a a, a matting that you know stops the containers yeah, from so coming. Because so, you got to remember, they're they're not on a regular passenger plane. There's probably like about what three or four seats up front, and the yeah. rest of the plane is for the for Just the package. Um, so pilot gives him his oxygen, he puts him back in his seats, and then he says to him, he "Goes, we may have to ditch." So he's, I think, what he's holding. And he holds, gives him a life raft. raft yeah. Because Hanks um, is about, he pulls out a bloody uh, life vest. Yes, but that's but on the floor. But then it falls yeah. when he goes to get the locket, the Yeah, because he watch. sees the pocket watch in the corner. He goes, I want to, don't lose that. So and he's he hanging on to a bloody life yeah. raft at this so point. So he goes over to grab the pocket watch and he's hanging on to the netting. And that's when he looks through the cockpit door. And all you see out you the can cockpit see the window water. is just water. Just the, the Imagine that. Like that's that's yeah. actually the bit that I think yeah. makes it feel, the, the gives the most danger. Yeah. I know there's all this movement and all that, yeah. but it's the it's that view of thinking, of cloud, 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 water. Yeah, hello. You're thinking it's all over here, and then boom, they crash, and the water rushes in, and he gets sort of pushed back into the into the plane a little bit more, and right where he is, the plane splits open. Yeah. So that was lucky for him; he was able to get out. Uh, all fortunate. And yes. then uh, then the. Uh, I think he, he inflates the life raft and it gets hooked on something. Yeah, because the idea is yeah. well, I'll send the life raft up out, yeah. out the and hole. That'll take you. And there's a piece of it that gets hooked on something. I don't yeah. know what that piece so is. For a couple of seconds, I think it's like the, the tag or something of it. But then he gets up to the surface. But when he gets to the surface, like I th- before he gets to the surface as he's going down, you look down and the front half of the plane is just sinking. It's yeah. just going away. Yeah. He gets back to the top, the back half of the plane, and the one of the engines, engines. is still running. And there's all fire on the water, and I like how the engine sort of dips into the water and just suddenly explodes. How he survived that, I don't know. But he eventually gets on top of the raft, and then I like how the camera pulls away, and you see his tiny raft just in this massive, massive storm. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty. Because that the, was pretty. Because <laughs> you realise then he's just floating, and then the next bit is just a yeah uh, a pop. Yeah, the raft so the raft hits some rocks, and um, it's still dark though. You see, yes. it has it, uh, and I like how the lightning is sort of flashing, and you see like the silhouette of the island behind him. You yeah, can't really see anything yet. Um, I think he he must lose consciousness or get falls asleep, and then wakes up. He's sitting on the raft on the beach. He's all sunburnt, so he must have been there for a little while. He yeah. must have. Uh, uh, he falls out, tries to sort of looking at what the hell, trying to comprehend what's happening, grabs his pager, it's all wet and broken. Pocket watch is also busted. And then he sees packages washing up on the beach. 
Starts collecting them. Yeah, and, and he starts, uh, he thinks, well, okay, I'll better drag the raft up the beach and he's seeing if anyone's around. Hello? Anybody? Anybody? Help! Help! <laughs> what do you... You're seeing if he's maybe might have landed at a resort or something. Well, like. I mean, you think about it though. You, yeah, you don't. You'd, con- you'd expect you don't people to be there. A, yeah, yeah. a genuine deserted island. Yeah. Um. So, and also, did anyone else survive? Is anyone else yeah. washed ashore? There's so many questions you'd have. So he was yelling out help. He decides to write help on the sand in massive letters. Yep. Um. Looks at it at the pocket watch. Looks at the picture of Kelly inside yeah. it. Um. Watches the sunset. Watching the. You notice out like not not onshore, but. Offshore, there must be like a reef or something, and then the big waves breaking like a dis- at a distance offshore. Yeah, yeah. That's important to remember for later. Uh, but at night, did you like this bit where he's sort of he's hearing these sounds? Just thuds. It's yeah. like, you think, what is that? You think it's like a big animal. Yeah, you don't what, know what, what, it? what it is. And it's he, he plays this part, I think, really, really well because it's, it's exactly how you would feel. You're sitting there going, hang on a minute, I am in yeah. complete pitch darkness. I am in, I don't know where I am. <laughs> I'm alone. I'm lonely. I'm scared. And now you're hearing yeah. thuds. And um, I, it, it, the next morning he wakes up and his help sign is half it's washed away. Yeah. So he decides to gather wood and writes help in with the wood, yep. big branches and stuff. Uh, collects more parcels as well. Here is hearing the same sounds as well, and he yeah. goes, "What is that?" Yeah. Um, then we get to the packages. He starts opening them. Hears that sound again, and he realizes what the sound is. Mm. It's the coconuts falling off the trees. Yeah. And they're quite big coconuts. They're big coconuts. By the yeah. way, my my favourite little part of this this opening part of the island, yeah. and it refers back to what I talked about earlier in Russia, but the, he, you notice he sorts the parcels. <laughs> he puts them in two well, he piles. Puts, he puts, I, I don't know, for some reason he grabs the wing parcel and leaves it out. No, so, I don't, I'm, it, it just even yeah, before he starts oh, so opening those, he had, the two piles. Yeah, yeah, he had okay. two piles. He was right. sorting them off the beach. <laughs> Old habits die. Uh, hard, old mate. habits die hard, and then yeah. it's, it's it's funny because it is, um, you know, opening the parcels would be like a cardinal sin for him. Yeah, you know, so you kind of, yeah. I think it's, a, it's a moment for him yeah, to yeah. go. You know what? I've just got to do. That. I've got to find what's in yeah. these things. But he does leave that one aside, which I think again goes to his his, his point of I'm gonna this one's gonna stay with this me. one's special. He makes yeah. that moment well, there to was go that, with the picture on it, the wings. I don't, on I don't know. Yeah. That matters, but he's, he's going to pick one, yeah. and he's just going to go. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm going to get this because remember he borrowed the bike to deliver the package. Yeah, I'm I going think to get that's going to be – I'm that's going to it. keep this one and deliver this yeah. as well. Um, well, he's he get, finds the coconuts, by the way, and he collects a whole bunch of them, tries to crack them on the rock. Remember he's thrown, yeah. thrown them at the rock and then he um, he he was trying to hit it with a rock and the rock shatters in his hand and it creates that sharp edge. Yeah, He was able to then cut into it, peels away, smashes the coconut open the first time. Remember it loses all the water. Um, then he th- then he drills a little smaller hole, so he he gets the he gets to drink the water, the coconut water, which is very good for you, apparently coconut water. Really? Um, then he walks around the headland. He says, "Right, I'm going to explore here. Well, he's got to find out. Got to find out you know. what's doing." So he spots this little cave, looks inside. He uh, <laughs> says, "Hello, is anyone here?" Um, and he walks along the edge of the reef, and then he see, sees the the sheer cliff face. Remember that really tall yeah. mountain there? Um, he sees another package, and this is the one with the wings on it from the oh, yeah, from right. the. Yep. So he, what he does, he starts cutting up material. Remember how you have that sharp rock? Starts cutting up material 
and he because he never had any shoes, remember? So he put the material around his feet, yeah, so he could because they were getting cut yeah. up on the on the rocks and the reefs. So he decides to explore the island interior. So he goes through the bush, climbs to the top of that cliff, yeah, and he realizes, whoa, this is a, this, this is a great way, shot, which I'm down, hoping yeah. you're going to tell me more yeah. about later, but yeah. It's just such an epic shot. Fiji, it's a Fijian island, and that's yeah. it's a real shot. Yeah, it's a real island. Yeah, yeah where they were. Right. And from up the top, though, he sees something from the top of the cliff. I mean, he sees something oh, in the water. Yeah, something in the water. Next thing we see, he runs into the water, swims across, and what is it? The body. One of the pilots, uh, his body. Yeah, he turns it over. When he turns it over, you see that shock. He's really, really terrified. Yeah. Um, drags the body ashore. Takes off the shoes, checks the size, and I think it, at that point you think, oh, they might be a touch small. Mm. But we see what he does with that a little bit later. Um, he finds the flashlight as well, so he gets that. That's working. Uh, he grabs the wallet and ID, and uh, we find out that it is Albert Miller. And in his wallet, he and here's, here's again, adds to this whole sadness of this little scene, is he pulls out the picture. Like the guy's body's all been in the water for a couple yeah. of days and it's not yeah. looking the best. He pulls out this really nice picture of, of Albert with his couple of kids. Yeah. You're thinking, yeah, this guy is a family man. And yeah. Um, drags, he digs, dug a hole uh, and, it, and drags the body into the hole for burial. Did a good job digging that hole, by the way. Yeah. What did he dig that with? Don't know. Just by hand or what? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Digging holes ain't yeah. easy. Yeah, I know. Uh, I like this. He sort of covered his face with the life jacket, you know, yeah, before he puts, he... The, puts the picture back in his pocket. Yeah. yeah respect, respect there. Um, then he carves on rock. It's it's Albert Miller's gravestone. Yep. Uh, and he puts in, you know, his, his you know what year he was born and all that. Stands and looks at it, and, and he, then he says at the end, he goes, "Oh, so that's it." And yep, got to move Walks on. Away. You can't know? do anything more. Yeah. Um, next thing we see is wearing the shoes, but he's cut the top off them so that they fit. They're obviously yeah. too small. <laughs> Turn so them into almost sandals. He decided to uh, make them work. Um, he at night, I, I like this bit. He sort of shining the torch on the. The picture of Kelly in the pocket watch, as he's sort of trying to fall Just asleep. clicking it on and off, yeah. yeah. The next day, you see him in the woods uh, doing his bizzo, and uh, you see he sweeps a bit of sand on it. Yeah, so. like, you know, which, but see, that's yeah. the first sign. You don't really get a sense of time yeah. until very, very late in this. Um, but that's the first sign that you're like, I don't know at what point you would, like if you're first stranded, do you dig a hole to take a dump in? Yeah. Or, like, and he's gotten to this point where he's like just a dog, just covering it up. You know what I mean? Like, you evolve, you're yeah. essentially evolving. I suppose that's so. what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, you're learning as you go, I guess. I like this bit where he uh, he finds the water sitting on the leaf and he dives on it and starts, starts, starts licking it starts up, starts trying to get it. Tries his hand at spear fishing to try to get some food. Um, then he's looking out at sea. Remember that nightmare? He gets out, he gets up, and he, I think he needs to take a, take a piss, and he walks yeah, into the water. Out in, yeah. He's just on the beach. Strange place to pee, to doing be honest. A, doing a hit and a miss in the, in the water there. Um, and lots of stars in the sky. But then he sees He almost light. doesn't see, but he does well, see. he sort of peers over there, and he sees something. So 
<laughs> I liked how he had the light and was putting his hand in front of yeah, him yeah. as see, if they're going to see it out there. It's see, on that, the horizon. That scene uh, before he starts screaming is so well shot because it makes you as an audience member go, well, turn around because he's peeing. Yeah, yeah. We, he, he looks back at the island and then the light flashes on the ship or whatever it is. Yeah. So there's you get this sense as a viewer that it's almost he's almost not going to see it because he yeah. keeps looking away as it. the light appears. It's it's quite yeah. a tense moment, but um, <laughs> also screaming at the at the wind not going to help much, mate. Exactly anyway. right. Yeah. Well, in the morning he gets the raft and he says, "Right, I'm just going to." Pa-. He sees the ship and goes, "Well, I'm I'm out of here." Yeah. He gets the raft, has to get past those breakers. So he's trying to get past. He gets past one, but then this massive wave hammers Dumps him in sort of washing machine, and. You know, he he hits the bottom of the where where the reef is and yeah. cuts himself. And uh, as he gets back to shore, you see the blood in, on his really legs bad. and all that. Cut so yeah, leg, so yeah. he's thinking, right, oh, well, let's uh, we can't really do that. Uh, he sees the wind picking up. Another storm's about to hit. Tries to tie everything down as well. And what does he do? He goes to the cave yeah. for shelter. He goes, well, okay, there's a cave around here. I'm going to head there when it's the bad when it's and bad. Line there. He sees yeah. water dripping down the edge of the cave. Thinking, yeah. well, that's going to be fresh water. That's water. Turns forming. the light on. Yeah. Goes and try to start to lick it. But he fell falls asleep. asleep. Yeah, and, and you're the, thinking, mate, the torch. The torch. The camera sort of put on the torch, and it slowly dies out. It's very thinking, slow. No! It's a really interesting thing because, as a viewer, you like the torch, the torch, but the camera stays fixed. It's quite a long moment yeah. before it then moves towards the torch. Towards the torch. Really makes you second guess what's going to happen next. Then, I, the, I like that about it. The torch. The torch winks out. Unfortunately, now after the storm, he wakes up. I think the sun hits his face. Um, he checks his leg wound. Grabs his pocket watch. Uh, the storm has passed, and he takes the cover off all the packages and decides, I'm going to open them. Yep. And he's drinking his coconut water, opens the first package. What does he find? Videotapes. Really useful. Next package, divorce papers. That's funny. That was pretty good. Then in the next package, there was a little volleyball. Happy birthday. The most beautiful thing in the world is, of course, the world itself. Johnny, have the happiest birthday ever score your granddaughter. That was the the Wilson volleyball. He unwraps it. Uh, next thing he opens are a pair of ice skates. They're very sporting things here, mm-hmm. volleyball, ice mm-hmm. skates. True. Uh, then he sees like a dress that's got leather and then on the top of it is like some netting, like a netting which he yeah. thinks, mm, keep that in mind for later. But then he gets the wing packages and he sees it. He goes, he's about to open it. And I oh know something in him says, you know what, I'm not going to open yeah. this one. And so then what he's doing now, he's got the ice skate to cut the cloth. He's making a shelter. Well, he's using the the boxes to put on the floor to make uh, to give him a, a nice surface to sleep on. But then he gets the net. Remember from the dress, he sort of yeah, ties it between a couple of um, branches, makes a little net, and or I think what he grabs are these little those little fish, mm. tiny little things, and he's just eating them raw <laughs> out of the water. Um, then he spears a crab. Remember he sharpens the wood, spears a crab. But when he tried, remember he snaps the leg open and it was just like all this goo came out of it. Yeah. So it obviously needs to be cooked. So uh, next thing he's trying to make some uh, some fire. He's rubbing wood, uh, putting paper in there, uh, tries another way. He's, he looks at his hands, he's getting blisters, he's yeah. eating a coconut and, and his tooth is again troubling him here. Um, tries to cut the coconut. Um, uh, ru- he's rubbing the wood and the kindling. He, 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 as he's hammering on the thing, I think he cuts his hand really badly, yeah, badly. screams, grabs the volleyball, Throws and it. tosses it, like really screaming Angry. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's in the water washing the blood off his hand, tries to start the fire again. He notices the volleyball, and the volleyball has his bloody 
handprint on the side. And then what does he decide to do? He decides to uh, – he gets a little bit of uh, his, his shirt and, and then decides to make a little mouth, a nose, and a, draws a face basically on on the uh, on the ball and puts it on a tree stump. Yeah. And then he tries to make the fire again and he's looking a ball at the ball and uh, asks this question. You wouldn't match by a chance, would you? <laughs> you wouldn't happen to have a match by any chance. That's great, but what he, he works out, like the, the there's a when he does it, there's like the wood is split in half. And he goes, oh, the air got to it. Let me let me have another try. So he sort of makes it so that the air can't get to where he's rubbing. So that if it does spark, it's not going to blow out. And uh, he eventually has success. <laughs> then in, he's, now he's cooking his crabs and he's got the crab meat. New appreciation for love crab it. meat. And yeah. he says, because he says, yeah, he's got to love crab because coconut apparently is a natural laxative. Did you know that? He says that, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. And uh, his tooth is hurting him again, though. This is, I like this next bit where he's trying to work out his. It's like where he's got he a second is. win now. Yeah. Do you so know what I mean? Thinking, like, okay, yeah. Well, he can cook. He's got fire. Yes. He's thinking, right, I oh, should be good By for the way, yeah. what I mentioned earlier, I, I would point out things that I thought. That I would have done it. Yeah. Fire would have been among the top two things you work on. Really? Okay. But I feel like it took yeah. him a week. Okay. Like I don't know. You don't get a sense of how yeah, much time's passed. True. But yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's a long time to wait yeah. to make fire. Okay. Good observation. I think he was sort of more relying on his fishing skills. But yeah, but to that, eat raw fish, dude, yeah. get some fire. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree. No, he could have uh, maybe put that up the uh, up the list of things. But now that he's got fire and he's yeah. singing about it, he's yeah. now got this second win and this is where he starts Absolutely. kind of doing calculations to himself. And he's working out uh, exactly what happened and where they are. We went out of radio contact then flew around that storm for about an hour. So that's a distance of, what, 400 miles? 400 miles squared, that's 160,000 times pi, 3.1, that's a search area of 500,000 square miles. It's twice the size of Texas. They may never find us. Not the best thing to work out there. No, it's probably not a calculation area. you want to do. Yeah. But then again, I think about it and I think, you know, are you clinging on to being found or are you thinking about getting off? Like, yeah. you know, we kind of don't know that yet, do we? You've got to have yeah. that thought. But at this point, that doing that calculation makes you think, like, the chances of being found are Buckley's and Remote. Note. Very yeah. remote, yeah. But meanwhile, his tooth is getting worse. Mm. And did you see what he was doing? He was putting like, it must have been like salt water to and, and putting it in his mouth to try to ease the pain. Yeah. And because he had like the thing in his mouth and he was just taking it out. Yeah. Um, so he's struggling a bit. 
I think uh, he got the ice skate to sort of see the reflection. To He's see using it. like a mirror. Yeah, and there's apparently the you could see the tooth had a not, not looking too healthy. Um, and he's saying that he used to avoid the dentist. He goes, what he would give to see a dentist right now. Yeah. Um, he's working out a way, though, to knock the tooth out. Do you see this? Mate. Yeah, the ice skate in his mouth, and he gets the rock, and he's thinking, well, and he's thinking, he's, he's almost whimpering, crying, thinking, oh, this is going to hurt. But he smashes it, and it nails the tooth, and you yeah. see the tooth fly out, oh. and then he just hits the deck and loses consciousness. Yeah. And then the next thing we see is the just the close up on some water. And a spear smashing into the water, yeah. and then four, four years, years later, later, you're thinking, "Holy hell!" Four years has passed. That that was like that moment. I went, "Oh my yeah. god!" Four years. Could you imagine surviving four weeks? Mate, that's incredible. Four years is remarkable, right? We see Chuck. He's thin, got a full beard, long hair, and. Um, He's he's had that member the fish he the speared which is obviously he, and he speared it, it from, he speared it from about ten meters away too yeah. so he's getting good at it yeah. and then he just eats it raw now what they did here when the the after he knocks his tooth out they shut down production for a year so he could lose weight so Robert Zemeckis the director said right you go lose weight grow your beard grow hair look at like you've been on a desert island for four years ten. He went away then. Robert Zemeckis went away, made another movie in the in the interim. The movie right. is What Lies Beneath, Harrison Ford, Michelle Pfeiffer. Good right. movie. Right. And that was the film that was made in that 12 months. Then they resumed uh, to start filming again yeah. on that island yeah. with Tom Hanks looking shredded. Now, Tom Hanks did an exercise. He allowed himself to grow pudgy at the start, right? So yeah. he, was, he was bigger than what he would normally <laughs> That's do. That's right, right, yes. Um, so then after that, after halting that production, he said, okay, I had to lose weight. And the hardest part, he said, of not losing so much weight was not being able to eat any French fries for a long time. He was a French fry fan apparently. Uh. But he said the thing that helped him to lose a lot of the weight in the process was drinking a great deal of coffee every morning. So he'd drink, fill up on coffee so he wouldn't eat. Uh. right? Because he comes uh, back, like not just shredded, yeah. but the hair, the beard yes. and the tan. The I think that's... Bit. That's yeah. that's, that's what his, I'm, and that's his beard. Yes, his hair. It's him. Because yeah, honestly, obviously, makeup's amazing these days. Yeah. But I just think that it wouldn't have worked no. if it wasn't legit. No way, like especially where he's in the water and doing stuff. It would yeah. would look silly. Yeah. Um. Next thing, he's in the cave. Another storm. You see the pictures on the wall. He's got a the picture of Kelly's faded, faded even further, yeah. and uh, the sun shines in the cave, but. You see that he's got like a calendar on the wall, so mm. that's the way the sun hits the wall. He can he's been kind mapping of gauge what that. That's that's that takes that's pretty clever to do, being able to do that. You see Wilson also all faded, and he's got like all these leaves coming out top of his top of the ball, like he's got hair. And well, I think it's I think it's the ball. It's the innards of the ball yeah. shredded. Oh, is that right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, then he um, he's in there. Then he hears a noise, and you're thinking. What is it? He tells Wilson to shut up, remember? So he's obviously yeah. talking to the to the ball. Goes out to have a look. And what is it? Portaloo. It's a plastic door of a portaloo. Yeah. From Bakersfield in the US. So yeah. I don't know, did that sort of fall off a cargo ship or something? And yeah, how the real. hell did it end up there? Well, I think the thing about it, it's like it's like two sides of a of a portaloo, right? Yeah. And you think about what it is, it's got a lot of surface area. It yes. could easily float. Yeah. Um but oh, yeah. he, he stands it up in the sand, looks at it, 
But then he notices the wind catches it and knocks it and over. Knocks it over. And then and he that's says, where that earlier certificate comes in. He gets an idea and he says, he says out loud, he goes, this could work. Because he's thinking, okay, sailing certificate. He knows a thing or two. Starts cutting down trees, making the raft. So what we're seeing now is sorting out all the wood. He's, he says he has to make rope. So the rope that he's using is, you know, he strips the trees and sort of the bark, yeah. twists that into rope. Um, and he's making lashings and all that. And then he's planning. He's looking at the calendar and thinking, you know what? We might just be able to make this. Here we are today. And it gives us another month and a half until we're into March and April, which is our best chances for the high tides and the offshore breezes. We need, we need 424 feet of good rope plus another 50 feet, say, for miscellaneous that round that off to 475 feet of good rope. Now, if we average 15 feet a day plus, we have to build it, we have to stock it, we have to launch it. That's going to be tight. There's not much time. But we... We live and we die by time, don't we? So he, it's obvious he's had some experience here because he's, he's talking about stocking it or he knows when the tides are changing, the yeah, offshore winds. I mean, his experience winds. of tides, yeah. his, his experience of winds. But also, yeah. I, I, I read, before I knew he was a sailor, um, I read into that. He simply, in four years, mm. you've essentially observed the consistency yeah. of the, the pattern of the seasons. Correct. So he knows what he's waiting for. He's probably been thinking if only I could sail off because I know I can't yeah. row through those breakers. Yeah. And that's why this piece of thing that's washed up yes. makes him think, oh, my God, well, we can do this. At, when he's building the raft, I noticed that the it looked like that it was going to be a shelter until we see what happens later. But yeah. just on you know, how he's talking to Wilson back and yeah. forth, <laughs> you know, they, they wrote actual lines of dialogue for Wilson so that to help Tom Hanks have a more natural conversation with it, with uh. the object. So. They, they wrote dialogue and I reckon off camera maybe they, they were talking and then he yeah. was like talking back to the ball. Um, well, he's tying the wood together now and he's, he's he, I like how he's got the VHS tapes. He's using the tape as, as rope. Yeah. And, um, and he realizes, then he realizes you know what, that's all that's got left. But there was, there was another piece of rope up on top of the cliff. Just have to make some more out of videotape. Yes. No, we have time. We do. We have time. Look, the wind's still blowing in from the west. I know. Yeah, I know. I know where there's 30 feet of extra rope. But but I'm not going back up there. Hmm. So here's the, the, this was um, probably the first time that you realised that he actually made a put a rope up there to potentially hang himself, yeah, kill himself. Because he goes up top yeah. and yeah. he's he's trying to grab this rope. It's so, pretty pretty bloody precarious. But what's at the end of the rope is well, like yeah, a log. When he, when to, he brings to, it up, yeah. when he brings it up, it's like a little Something totem. to imitate his weight. Yes. So, so, yeah. So because I he's think obviously... Well, he tested it. He tested yeah. the strength of the rope with that log. Yeah. So that's sort of near his Which, own weight. not to get overly morbid, but it yeah. it, it is a thing that... People with that tendency do. They actually sometimes yeah. test yeah. their theory. And yes. um, you know, he's this is a guy who doesn't do things by halves. He he doesn't muck around. So 
He's not going to take something to fate. He's going to test it and try it. But Absolutely yeah, it's, right. It's pretty full on and it's that real realisation that this has been a tough four years for him. But after he was up looking at that rope, he's talking to Wilson again. Do you have to keep bringing that up? Can't you just forget it? Huh? You were right. You were right. It was a good thing that we did a test because it wasn't going to be just a quick little snap. It would have landed on the rocks and broken my leg or my back or my neck. It was the only option I had at the time, though, okay? It was, what, a year ago? So let's just forget it. <laughs> but he's talking about also, um, do we stay on the island or he's, look, no, nah, I've had enough. I'd yeah. rather take my chances. We might just make it. Did that thought ever cross your brain? Well, regardless, I would rather take my chance out there on the ocean than to stay here and die on this shithole island spending the rest of my life talking to a goddamn volleyball! <laughs> then he kicks Wilson, he kicks the ball out of the cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then immediately thinks, oh, no, he runs after it. Wilson! Wilson! He finds it again, and then what he does, he repaints the face. He so mm. he uh, touches it up. So now they're making their final preparations, mate. The raft is ready. Yeah. Uh, I love how he's you know the wing package. He's got that with him. He's wrapped it up in in bubble wrap. He's protecting that package. Yeah. And um, you see, I love you know how he had that like the wind vane with a little the little bit of um, the little bit of string, string on the end of right, it, yeah, yeah. and then the wind actually turns. You see it turn to blow offshore, so it's blowing offshore. It's like while he's doing it, he's, yeah, this he's is thinking, what he's been waiting for. This is it. That's what I mean about watching the seasons, understanding yeah. the weather. He's waited this time. By the way, you know, go back to that kind of in cave kind of mental conversation with Wilson, but it, it's kind of interesting that you've got four years. He's he's managed to live. He's created yeah. a life in yep. four years. Yep. But despite the fact that he's able to stay alive and look after himself, he's like, I'd prefer to I just. Wanna, I want to prefer to roll yeah. the dice. I think, yeah, I think yeah. it was time, mate. I like this bit where he's written the message on the rock, and the the what it reads on the rock it says, Chuck Nolan was here for fifteen hundred days, escaped to sea. Yeah. Tell Kelly Frears, Memphis, Tennessee, I love her. <sighs> That's the message. Because it takes a presence of mind to. Yeah. Not only that's what's kept him alive for mate. yourself. The picture of Kelly, yeah. his, his love of his girlfriend, and, and it's basically his way of to... saying, if I die out there and they ever find this, yeah. at least she knows. She knows a lover. You know, she, she was in my thoughts. Absolutely right. Now the wind is blowing quite strongly yeah. offshore. It's go time, baby. It launches the raft into the water, and we're off. And I like how he had his paddles. He's paddling through the first yeah. wave, yeah. And then he's saying, "Not yet, not yet." And then what he does, he releases. The shelter, which pops up and becomes the sail, which which gives it, it enough gives it enough momentum to get over to the top, get of, that over the top wave. of that big wave. Yeah. And mate, he does it. He says he even says to Wilson, "I think we did it." And I love how he's rowing away. You see and, the waves the, behind him. This is the moment where it pans. The yeah. camera pans, and you see the wings that he's painted on the on, on, on the, the shelter. Of the shelter. Yes. 
Because you don't see it? that uh, no. when it first pops up. It's, well, it's all happening frantically, right? You painting something, but you don't yeah. know what. I yeah. assume that's what yeah. he was doing. But even yeah. when it pops up and it goes over the waves, you don't really yeah. pay attention. That was really But it's nice. this really beautiful slow pan. It's yeah. it's very well done, yeah. I like how he's looking back at the island. He's paddling the island sort of Because the look back at the island's critical, yeah. right? It's like, yeah. well, I'm away now. Yeah. This is it. I'm on the Like ocean. it's happening yeah. now. Uh, he's he's paddling on the open seas. He's got collecting rainwater. He's bottling in in all, in all the coconuts. Maybe had his so coconuts putting in it. So he's, he's he's pretty clever. At night he hears the whales. You see the whales surface yeah. next to him. That was pretty cool. Um, right right next to the raft they come up. Uh, next day he's diving for fish. So he's got to still maintain his uh, his himself. But then a big storm hits and he's hanging onto the raft. And then we see though the shelter, which is the sail. Yeah, just totally Rips ripped off. off and sort of off it goes. See you later. They're never to be seen again. Um, here's a here's a touching part as well. Uh, after the storm, I think the the raft is sort of fallen apart. Yeah, he's laying there. Wilson falls into the water, and he doesn't realise he's asleep. And then he's looking for it. I think another whale's there next to him. Yeah, as this well. is the this is yeah. the this is the first moment we think these whales are his guardian angels kind of thing. Yeah, because the whale essentially spouts to yeah. to try and wake him up, and, and he and sees Wilson. Yeah, yeah I didn't think of that. So the water sort of did wake him up, and he sees Wilson's drifting away, and he's thinking because he had like a rope to hang on, either hang onto the raft or to swim after Wilson. Yeah, and he realizes, look, he he needs he needs to make a choice here. Wilson. I'm sorry, Wilson. Wilson, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wilson. I can't. Wilson. Wilson. Man, that is hard to watch. He was crying really hard over yeah. that day. Like, become his friend or yeah, sort of. Yeah, you day, get like. emotional watching yeah, this. And here's you do. the thing: yeah. if you were. Uh, I don't know how you'd ever do this, but if you were like doing a screening where you had like guests, you know, choose your own adventure style, you know, what happens next? Yeah. No way. No way I would have guessed that that ball floats away. I'm thinking, okay, he swims, yeah. he gets the ball, but then he's, you know, got a panicked swim to get back to the raft or yeah. whatever. It's another five minutes of great movie, but no, he, he can't do it. He can't, he doesn't have enough energy to bring the raft with him. Yeah. And he doesn't he believe choice, he's yeah. got the energy to go and get Wilson and come back. But but you see it's after wild, this, man. when he's he's obviously upset about it. But you see he's at this point. I think he gives up. That's it. Remember he lets the, the oars go. He lets go. the oars go. He goes, like at what later. point would you let the oars go? And he's sort of laying there, and then he's sort of you, you you. I like how it's a really tight shot of him. He's sort of his head and shoulders yeah. laying down, and then. I think he's splashed by a whale again. Again, his guardian yeah, yeah. angel. Yeah. I keep, like, that's yeah, genuinely that's a really good point. what this is. The guardian angel whale. Yeah, waking him up. Basically, you know, follows him, keeps him yeah, I never, safe I never thought of until it he's rescued. But then you hear this rumbling sound yeah. and then it builds up. And then I love how that tight shot again and then in the background you just you see the big sh massive ship. And I don't know about you, but I'm yelling, wake up! <laughs> but they would have seen him, right? But well, this is I what you – I don't know. Like, yeah. you're – if you're on a on a on a container ship, right? Yeah. You're plotting a course in the middle of the Pacific. Yeah. You've got your maps. You know where the islands and the reefs and everything yeah. are. You're on a shipping channel. Yeah. You are keeping a cautious but broad eye on other boats, but you yeah. essentially you're out there you're only see seeing one, other containers. Yeah. I don't know that you would just spot him. Yeah. yeah. True. I really don't. But then I love I love how you see his hand. It's four and a half years up. since he yeah, went missing, yeah. so it's not four like the container right. ships out you're there right. are. Keeping an eye out. True. 
but uh, the, the he sort of you see him. I think it's his sort of his last breath. He's sort of his he's nearly at, at the end, and yeah. he's, he's reaching. He always sees his hand and the ship in yeah. the background, and you see a and couple of people. He, at the top. Then you hear the horn, the ship's horn An sounds. Alarm. Yeah, so we think, okay, they found him. So it's, it's phenomenal because yeah. here's what's really fascinating to me is, and I love this about filmmaking is you go as a director, I assume, a producer, you go, do, do we need to write the scenes that get him rescued up onto yeah. the boat and all that? Well, I think that's the less is more sort of yes. thing. Yeah, that yeah, would have yeah. been a beautiful thing, them dragging him out of the water and him grabbing that package and yeah. making sure. But you don't need to see it. You don't need that. It's just I don't assumed, know whether, yeah. they, whether they wrote it or filmed it or anything. But no, they didn't. It, no. it, yeah. it, it isn't necessary. Yeah, true. Because yeah. it's assumed. You're assu- it's assumed, right. okay, they get him up, they wash well, him up, et cetera. I like how that we, we don't – the next thing we see is not him being rescued physically. but you know, We know he is rescued. But the next thing we see is – the phone ringing and Kelly, who's now got short hair, obviously in the background. I think you see her husband, little well, baby. You don't see. You see her oh, on the phone. Sorry, yes, you do. And, and she, then, and then she hears the message and he's, oh, looks. By the way, Chuck's alive. And she, you don't hear. You that. don't hear any of it. She faints. And then that, as it pans, and then, and then you see the husband and the little daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Again, it's a really fascinating way to yeah tell a story. You don't need any words. Well, no, not at all. Not at That's all. That's it. Um, and you see his thing, feet uh, on a private plane. Four weeks later now. So yeah. Chuck's on a private plane. He's clean shaved. He's had a haircut. Asked for a Dr. Pepper. Two cups of ice. You think about it. One thing, he's thinking ice. How good's ice? So you can't make ice on a freaking island. Yeah, can yeah, you? Yeah. So how good's this? There's a few he's of those Dr. moments Pepper. in yeah. this next little bit, isn't there? Oh, there is, yeah. And um, I think um, you, you see, remember Sam, his mate, who was Come, w- yep. was who who was with him on the plane early in the movie. Yep. He says, "Okay, well, this is this is uh, what's going to happen." Fred Smith will say a few words. All you have to do is smile and say thank you. Then we'll take you over to see Kelly. She's actually going to be there. Huh? Well, that's what we have arranged. I mean, if you're sure you want to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. I don't know what I'm going to say to her. What in the world am I going to say to her? Chuck, Kelly had to let you go, you know? She thought you were dead. We buried you. We had a funeral and a coffin, a gravestone, the whole thing. You had a coffin. What was in it? Well, everybody put something in. You know, just a cell phone, or a beeper, uh, some pictures. I put in some Elvis CDs. <laughs> Chuck's obviously an Elvis fan too, by the yeah. way. It's a great, yeah, it's great. I really like that because yeah. you don't think about what happens yeah. when you farewell someone who you don't have a body for. You, and that's assume, you really, assume they're dead, yeah. Yeah, right. just everyone contributes something to yeah. the casket. I think that's really he, nice. he also says, there, look, I'm sorry I wasn't around yeah, when Mary, Mary died. died so you find out should have been there. there for you. And like, imagine that, apologising for not being there. You were on a desert island for yeah. four and a half years. Sorry I wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah, mate, how could you be there? Like, that's still – yeah. you just tell he's – He's a really uh, he's, he's a nice bloke. He's a man with a great heart. Thinking, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I should have been there for you. Uh, next thing, the ceremony's happened. I like this again. Not showing uh, that would have been a great scene. And here he is after four and a half years. Chuck, no, we don't one. need to. Yeah, you see nothing, and yeah. all you see is a pre-recorded announcement on the TV where Chuck's in a room, and that TV's playing the yes. pre-recorded announcement. Um, he's looking. I think he's in. He's looking for Kelly. 
Mm. And then he sees a guy walk in and he, he realises, he says, oh, am I in the wrong, wrong place? I'm, I'm sorry, I must be in the wrong place. No, you're in the right place. You probably don't remember me. I, I actually did root canal on you about five years ago. Jim Spalding referred you? Oh, yeah. I'm Kelly's husband. Jerry Lovett. Kelly wanted... Kelly wanted to be here. Uh, oh, look, look, this is very hard I, for everyone. I can't even imagine how hard it is for you. Kelly, uh... She's had it rough. First one, she thought she lost you, and now dealing with all of this, it's it's confusing. It's it's very emotional for her. She's she's sort of lost. Maybe you could just give her a little more time. Oof. I like this bit too when he. He leaves, and then and Chuck walks to the window, opens up the the blinds, and sees them sees outside, and Kelly, sees her, yeah. and and she's wanting to walk back she's in. She's wanting and then, to walk back in, and, and then she's so confused, her. and yeah, yeah, that was heartbreaking. So you re yeah. again, this is this is a yeah. make your own mind up moment, yeah. you know, because she's clearly upset. But is he stopping her from going in, or is she? Yeah. Is he doing the right thing by her? Yeah. There's so many questions you ask there, but to be honest. That is all washed aside as an aviation geek by that shot because it's all the FedEx just planes. the best <laughs> shot of the FedEx planes Every all lined flight, up. Yeah. One goes past and then, and then yeah. when that's gone, there's one coming directly at the camera. So good. So you were looking at that instead of... Yes. <laughs> okay. Such a good shot. <laughs> well, next thing is the... Uh, I think there's like a party in his hotel room and um, Sam saying, okay, look, it's time to go. Everyone's saying goodbye. I think I like how one of my black guys, hey, Chuck, we need to catch up on some fishing. Yeah. But <laughs> so, I, I, I really love those. Sam's kind of saying goodbye to him. And this line yeah. is such a great line because you don't think about it, but it's true. Exactly right. See you in the morning. Get some sleep, okay? We got another big day tomorrow. Takes a lot of paperwork to bring back the man. <laughs> bring it back to life, man. I love how he's yeah, dead. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, how do you, yeah. you got to reprove that you exist? Yeah, I know. It's That's like a crazy. second birth certificate yeah, required. Crazy, yeah. But then he's left alone, and I love how there's just a mountain of food left. And isn't that ironic? Where he picks up the crab legs, yeah, <laughs> and he drops it. But then oh, my favorite part is he picks up the lighter. Yeah, and, and he clicks yeah, it. Oh, look at he's that just looking fire. at it, going, Jesus, how bloody hell! This. Seriously, and I like too. He's got ice in the. He's got his the bar, chicken it's, leg. It's that whole what I would have done for legs. one of these things, oh, or man, yeah. it's it's both. It's what I would have done for one of these things, and also you I will never take this it. for granted yeah, ever again. Exactly right. Yeah, that's that's really cool. But I like too how he's not in the bed; he's lying on the floor. Yeah, and he's turning the light off and flicking on, flicking on, flicking yeah. on the on the. And bed he's, got, he's looking at the pocket watch with a picture of Kelly again, which yeah. is what he did on the island. Remember with the light. Ah, <sighs> next thing it's uh, he's in the car. It's pouring rain, um, and he says to the cabbie, "Guys, look, how long will this buy me?" And you're thinking, "Where is he?" Well, you're assuming he's going to Kelly's house. Yeah, on your straight. And, and the the cabbie goes, "Oh, hundred bucks." He goes, "I'll let buy you." What do you say? Buy you ten minutes? And he goes, "Me, it's mate, expensive." Yeah, <laughs> no, that's cabbie. what I thought. Um, I thought, did he pull out a hundred? Yeah, it was hundred bucks, a hundred dollars. But maybe the fare could have been eighty bucks already. But I don't know. Like, yeah. so anyway, he gets out. He walks up to the door and she opens the door. She goes, oh, "I heard your cab," and 
they're, they're suddenly standing. Because it's in front a really, of it's again, it's one of those yeah. heart racing moments where he's standing here thinking he's not yeah. going to ring it. He's not going to ring the doorbell. Yeah. He's not going to do it. And then he he does. He goes. He, his finger is two centimeters from the doorbell, <laughs> and the light comes on, which stops him. And he's like, "What's going on here?" Yeah. And there she is. And he says to her, like she opens the door, she goes, "I heard your cab." And he says to her, "He goes, oh, I saw you at the hub. I saw you there today." And he gets and they a have great a nice hug. hug. They uh, they said, "Look." Uh, She's, I like how she moves the kids' toys out mm. the way, the daughter's mm. toys out the There's way. There's so many so, little moments here. Uh, like she's making him a coffee. She goes into the freezer and and it opens like in into him yeah. and it's just photos of the kid and, yeah. the, and the husband on the freezer like in his yeah. face. Because it's that that's the uh, the analogy here is you don't you're throwing your life in his face, yeah. but they literally do in this shot. They do, yeah. He sees and he even says, "Oh, a nice house," and she says, "Yeah, we've got a nice mortgage too." And mm. so it's. Uh, um, I think he asked them, what's, what's your daughter's name? I'm thinking, what was her name? Katie, Katie. I think, was the daughter's name. Um, and he says, what about, are you a professor or what's happening now? And he says, look, uh, when your plane went down, let's just say everything went on hold. Yeah. So I think her career path, she was probably determined to become a professor or whatever was her goal. She would have been a Chuck, wreck for a yeah, year. Chuck died and then obviously that sort of was a total reset of her life. Okay, plane crashes. You think about MH370 and stuff that yeah, we still have in our yeah, lives. Yes. Like the plane's gone down. There's no way you – then nothing's found. Yeah. So you don't write it off for months. Yeah. And then you've got the months of mourning. It would have been a year yeah. of, of destruction in her Absolutely life. right. And I, I like he, he tries to give her back the pocket watch. It's so sweet. Yeah, but look, I kept the picture, but because he liked the picture. Yeah. And she says, oh, you should do it. Then I, I like she then takes him into a room where it's probably every little clipping that she yeah. had about what happened. Including then, a map. Yeah, then she explains um, She explains to him where, where they were looking. So here's where that ship found you. You drifted about 500 miles. This is where your island was. About 600 miles south of the Cook Islands. And these are the search grids. Ships went back and forth for weeks looking for you. I never should have gotten on that plane. I never should have gotten out of the car. See the sliding doors moment, eh? Yeah. Now, what she says, look, I've got something to show you. And they go out to the garage and it's his car. Because he says, we sh- I should never have gotten the car. Yeah. And, and she he goes, goes well, here's the keys to the car. Mm. Um, and she goes, oh, but again, another throw my life in your face again. Like, I'm just going to get something out the back. And it's the, the, kid's seat seat, the kid's car seat out there yeah. as well. But it's also, this is yeah. this is one of those little intricate things that I love about this movie yeah. is, you know, she gives him the keys. And while she's getting the car seat out, he yeah. looks at the keys and goes, pocket knife. Could have done with that because she says in yeah. the earlier scene when they're sitting at the airport, she's always got she, it. Yeah. She she says, "Here's your silly little." She calls it a silly little thing, which was on the car to keys. open yeah. to open the present, right? Because he got to give the car keys back yes. before he left, yeah, and he wow. walked away with them in his pocket, and then he gave them back. Yeah, he had a pocket knife on him. Damn it! You know, it's just all these little things. It's like, yeah, dude, I know. If only. And then he asks her again too, um, "Are you going to have more kids?" Hmm. And then she says, "Oh, I think it's a bit, I'm a bit confusing right now." So they sort of said, "Well, what do we do now?" Mm. And I think they agree, yeah, we really don't know. She said, look, she said to him, I like this line, you said you'd be right back. Remember that? Yeah. And uh, they have a bit of a kiss and he backs out. He says, look, I'm I'm gone. But I love this bit where she's just there looking after, looking out uh, as he leaves. Mm. And then she chases after him uh, in the pouring, in the pouring rain. rain. I always knew you were alive. I knew it. 
they said I had to stop saying that, that I had to let you go. I love you. You're the love of my life. I love you too, Kelly. More than you'll ever know. Oh. Well, and that I think had that, all the so feels that one. All the feels, mate. I'm in tears at this point. Yeah. But the thing about that line is uh, more than you'll ever know, right? Yeah. Because she'll never know that he drew pictures of her, that he yeah. he 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 lived. It, she kept him alive. Yeah. Like that's totally right. The, the, that that, that was that his motivation to get back to, to stay on. alive was her. He, yeah, he yeah. she was the last thing he left on the island was a note that mentioned her name. Exactly I mean, right. Yeah, she I will never know that. Yeah. And he can tell her that even, but it still won't really. Mean as much as it really yeah. happening. It's f- it's phenomenal. This next scene where um uh, he's talking, Chuck's talking to Sam. Yeah, and um, this is where you realise like, he, you know, he he's 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 now realised he's lost up. Yeah, he says he he's he's resigned to that fact, and he says talks about he even made a rope and went up to hang himself, and he had like power over absolutely nothing. I know somehow that I had to stay alive. Somehow, I had to keep breathing, even though there was no reason to hope. And all my logic said that I would never see this place again. So that's what I did. I stayed alive. I kept breathing. And then one day that logic was proven all wrong because the tide came in, gave me a sail. And now here I am. I'm back in Memphis talking to you. I have ice in my glass. And I've lost her all over again. Oh. Did you notice in that, that little bit where he's talking to his, I think his name's Stan. Stan or Sam? Yeah, Sam yeah. Anyway, when he's when they're chatting by the fireplace there, that was one continuous shot. The camera never cut. Oh, wow. It was a continuous shot. The camera's ro- just spin- rotating around him. It was a three minute, 46 second shot. Wow. It did not cut at all. Uh, next thing, we Chuck's on the road. He's out there. Yeah, he's got a new Wilson ball next to him. Did you yeah. see? Uh, and did you hear what was playing on the radio? Oh, Elvis, return, return to, sender. to sender. That's what he's doing. Yeah, the yeah, package, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah love yeah. that. That's the wing package. Remember? Yeah. Now he uh, sees the wings on the gate. Yes. Knocks on the door. No one home. So he decides to write. A and note. also, yes. this is uh, you may be mentioning this later, but I'm going to bring it up next. Yeah. I physically noticed this. Yeah. Was that it? Just says and Benita. Keep that in mind, just yet. But you know, but but the reason for that yeah. makes no sense. But well, that's, I'll tell you that's why. Just what it is. I'll yeah. tell you why. Now he leaves the note. The note says, "This package saved my life. Thank yeah. you, Chuck Nolan." Leaves it near the door. He didn't leave a you know pickup from the post office. Uh, no, no. He, he, he also didn't go and check in the shed. He just oh, oh, no, he sort of yelled out. He and hollered there out. Was no one there. Yeah. Um, and then he's he's uh, he says right, leaves it near the door. Then the next thing we see. This junction at the very start of the movie. movie yeah. And now he's there. 
He's drinking bottled water. Thinking he's thinking, how good's water? How good's life? How good's yeah. this? Right. Um, the truck stops right next to him. You look lost. I do. Where are you headed? Well, I was just about to figure that out. Well, that's 83 South. And this road here will hook you up with I-40 East. Um, if you turn right, that'll take you to Amarillo, Flagstaff, California. And if you head back that direction, you'll find a whole lot of nothing all the way to Canada. I got it. All right, then. Good luck, cowboy. Thank you. Did you love how she called him a cowboy? No. Toy Story. True. Yeah. Cowboy. <laughs> yeah. I thought that straight away. She must have seen Toy Story. Did you not get that? Anyway. Okay. She drives off. Down the what road. What does he see on the back of the truck? Yeah, well, it's not until she's 100 metres away. Oh, it's driving away. Yeah, but she's driven away and it's there's wings on the back there of wings. the truck. Yeah. So he's thinking, hello. That must be that lady yeah. whose package I delivered. Yeah. End of movie. End of movie. Now, what happens here? Mate, he drives off, goes to see her, and they well, make wild and passionate uh, <laughs> fun times and uh, the, live happily ever after. On the show Inside the Actors Studio, hosted by James Lipton, yep. Tom Hanks was on this, yep. someone asked him, what, you, what do you think happened to Chuck after the film's ending? Mm -hmm. Hanks' response he turned around, went back, and made babies with that lady. Oh, boom! Oh, spot on. Obviously, like he, yeah. that's that's his no next move. Yeah. yeah, because because and the critical thing there is the end of the previous scene, uh, if I recall, and I think you made a note of it in your thing. Um, he says because he talks about the washed up toilet portaloo. Yes, he says. Who, I'm in my job is now to yeah. stay alive. Yeah. who knows what the tide, tide could will bring. bring. And that Great. essentially, yeah. she that was it. is his next yeah. washed up to Portaloo. Unbelievable. And Let's, it's not, uh, and, you know, unpacking, obviously, she's divorced. So you, you make all these yes. assumptions now More because on of that the sign. It's all that. good. Put a pin in that one. Pin. Let's get into our lines. Um, there's some favorite ones here. Yes! Look what I have created! I have made fire! <laughs> I have made fire! <laughs> That's cool. I like this one too when he's talking to Wilson. Uh, he goes, uh, talking about the dentist. You want to hear something funny? Back on Memphis. My dentist name is Dr. James Spaulding. Because when he's talking That's to Wilson, so good. he's talking to the Wilson That's ball. So good. Yeah. Spaulding is his dentist. <laughs> and then, um, then North mentions Chris North it later on. Yeah, Spaulding yeah. referred you. Yeah. yeah. I like this bit too where he's in the house with Kelly yes. and he goes, I've got one question. So let me get one thing straight here. We have a pro football team now, but they're in Nashville. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. They used to be in Houston. First they were the Oilers. Now they're the Titans. Houston Oilers are the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. But that's not all. We went to the Super Bowl last year. And I missed that. Oh, he would have died. It was so exciting. They almost won by one yard. One lousy yard right at the end. 
I would have. If that was me, I would have said, "Okay, tell me what happened with South." Well, I was. Going yeah. Also, well, but the, yeah. the great great part about that again is the he says, "Let me get one thing. Let us get run." Yeah, you think here. it's going to be something. You think serious. it's going to be you, you? You're going to stay with him? We're going to? Yeah. Uh, am, 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 I, am I no chance? Yeah, and that's funny. what she's thinking. She's yeah. she's nervous. She's making a coffee, nervous as hell. <laughs> and he brings up a football team for <laughs> crying funny. out loud. That's funny. Right. Uh, how did that happen? Some plot holes here. When the plane is in trouble. Hmm. Chuck sees the ocean surface through the cockpit window. When the plane hits, um, he's thrown backwards into. Yeah, that is a bit weird. Yeah, should have he been thrown forward? He should have. Yeah, yeah, mate. I don't. And likely would have died. He would have been flung (laughs) into the cockpit, died from the impact. No movie. Then that's it. Movie over. That's it. When the plane crashes in the ocean as well, one of the engines is still running. Remember when he comes back Up to the high surface? high, running. But the thing with an aeroplane engine, apparently they're powered by, uh, they got fuel that, pumps, that, electrically powered fuel pumps, so it would not be able to run underwater. No. Yeah. Or, so or even, yeah, but I mean. Even, or would have hit the water and would have stopped. I think the point is uh, an engine, as it crashes, would still spin, but he'd have this whole minute or two of escaping the plane yeah, beforehand. Yeah. So, yeah, it yeah. does seem unplausible. Now, here's another one too, and I can't not help I can't help not see this every time I watch the movie. Okay. You know when he first grabs the volleyball when he get when his hands bleeding? Yeah. His fingers are all spread out on the ball. Yeah. And it's like he doesn't quite doesn't quite doesn't match quite it. make yeah, it. Yeah, doesn't yeah. quite match it. I cannot help, I'm sorry. Uh I can't help <laughs> but see that. But Robert Zemeckis, who, the director, that was his idea to do that, of getting child Chuck's blood. Really? To make a face on the Wilson volleyball, okay. yeah, that was that was the director's idea. Um, things you might not know: during a Q and A session at the University of Southern California, Robert Zemeckis was asked what was in the unopened package with the wings. Oh, yeah. His cheeky answer was a waterproof solar-powered satellite phone. <laughs> That's, it That's a great oh, answer. <laughs> That's a great answer. We don't know, of course. But no, but it's a great funny. answer. It's funny. Yeah. Did you also know that job applications for FedEx went up by 30% after wow. this movie? Can you believe that? It was like a good ad for FedEx, wasn't it? Um, now, did you also notice um, that nearly all the sound, including the dialogue, how well do you reckon that sounded? Because all of the scenes on the island, which is an hour and a half of screen time, the sound had to be replaced in post-production. Oh, so it's all Foley stage. So and, sound, and the over. sound guy made tried to get usable sound on the island, but the nearby surf made it impossible. Yeah, because constant surf yeah, washing yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. So he had to had to redo all of the audio, all the sound on a yeah you know, looping stage and all that. So wow, yeah, that would have been a bit of work. Did you notice? Here's a good. Did you notice? When he looks at Albert Miller's wallet, hmm. and he he scratches in nineteen fifty to nineteen ninety five, hmm. which is when the movie took place, right? Um, when he's looking in the wallet, did you notice something in the wallet? Uh, he had a New American South experience. Wales oh. driver's license, Australia New wow. South Wales driver's license, wow. and his birth date said nineteen forty nine. So it wasn't nineteen fifty, but if the, you look close enough. It's a license, a New South Wales wow. driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you notice also that when he was on the island, the, the film runs for 143 minutes, right? right? There was no music at all when he on was the on island. the island. Wow. Nothing. 
The music resumed, you would have heard it in the audio, when he was on the raft yeah. off the island. So Alan Silvestri wrote the score for the movie, but he only needed 24 minutes of music because the, the island, which is an hour and a half of the movie, no music at all. Wow. Yeah. Um, did you see – okay, let's talk about now the sign at the, the property where yeah. half of it's So missing. I didn't see it at the start. I only saw it at the end. Yeah, Clearly no, at the something. start it said Dick and Bettina. I know, but I didn't see it then. Yeah. At the end, half it was gone. Now, the start of the movie, you see that, right? Dick was the cowboy in Russia. Mm, it doesn't. You don't. He was sent the package, and he was he did receive the package. Cowboy hat on, just his Reg Grundy's on, and some girl, some yeah. some girl with him. So you you're thinking, okay, divorce papers. That's a, it. Could be divorce papers. Could be that was the reason for the divorce. We don't know. Uh, but that was the reason the word Dick was removed from the sign. So Bettina found out that Dick was maybe having an affair and decided to end the marriage. There you go. Yeah. Righto, mate. That is uh, Castaway. Well, let's have your wrap-up and rating. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I still stand by the fact that it seems shorter than it is. It's yeah, a very long movie, yeah. but That's it a seems a, good a lot movie. shorter. Uh, given, good movie. Especially given, like, it's not like it's a three-hour action movie, non-stop yeah. action. It's yeah. actually... Quite placid, yeah. In the middle, in that and, island, and part. not much audio. Like, look at the dialogue; not a lot. But honestly, um, I just I cannot get over the Tom Hanks performance. I oh, think he's it's a champion. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. a travesty that he didn't win the Oscar for it. But it's just time. Russell Crowe was pretty good in Gladiator. Though. I don't know. I haven't yeah, seen it. Don't know, good, but I'm sure good. it's great. That's on the list. Um, but mate, I I loved it. It was a really really good movie. I it's an easy nine for me. Yeah, I'm with you. It's a nine for me as well. Um, Castaway thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. Let's talk about I, next can week. Can I just say, yeah. I love, the thing I love most about what you've taught me today yep. is that this was this was a Tom Hanks like idea. Yeah. I love I love yes. you know you talk about a lot of movies that are written and they yeah. they get chopped well, around. Someone else screen. wrote it. He came I, up no, with no, the no, concept. I understand, but yeah. like screenplays are written and they're shopped around Hollywood, right? Yep. Yep. This is not something that Tom Hanks read and went, mm. "I want to do this." It's, it's a you know what, I've got this idea, you know, and he yeah. just planted it and someone went and wrote it. I mean, I just you, love that. But you can imagine, like, without Tom Hanks attached, imagine trying to pitch this in Hollywood. Yeah, oh, tough. It's a, it's a guy on an island on his own for an hour and a half. They go, what? Yeah, Who's yeah, going to watch luck. that? Yeah, yeah. but because Tom Hanks, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's give it a crack. Righto, next week we are talk, we're going to be watching October Sky. You which mean Hunt for Red October? We've no, no, October Sky. This is a hidden gem, this movie. Oh my God. Tells the true story of Homer Hickam. Oh my God. Stars Jake Gyllenhaal. Can I tap out and get someone else in this suit? No, this is a good movie. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me on this one. It's a good No, no one's no, ever heard of it. Am I? Am I, you know, I know the real movies, the cult movies like the one that I Tweet like. me. If you've heard of this, I'd be amazed. I don't think they have, but that's the reason I want to show you because I thoroughly, I love this movie and I've seen it re- many, many What's times. What's it called? October Sky. Starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Now, here's your millionaire question. Okay. What movie was Jake Gyllenhaal not in? Okay. A, City Slickers. B, Brokeback Mountain. C, Southpaw. Or D, 10 Things I Hate About You. Which was he not in? Southpaw? Bam, wrong. He was in Southport. It's about a boxer. Okay. He was not in 10 Things I Hate About You. That was Heath Ledger was in that. Okay. City Slickers, he played the Billy Crystal's son. He was okay. really young in it. Brokeback Mountain, he's actually starring with Heath Ledger. Mm. Southpaw, he was in that movie, mate. It's about a boxer. Well, so the, sorry, mate. Good news is that despite it being one of your most obscure movies I've ever heard of, it is available to rent or buy on Fetch. 
Get I'll, into I'll it. Fire up October my 85-inch Hisense TV and lock and load. I've got to be honest, I'm probably going to rent this one because yeah. I'd be amazed. I just yeah. Well, I'll just tell you this, right? Watch it with your children. Oh, it's, it's children. It's an inspirational okay. movie. Is it, tells am I going to cry? Tells I don't want to cry. I don't, I don't want to give away. It's called October Sky. I don't want to give away. Oh, no, yeah, don't, because I love the idea yeah. of. I, I, I've Homer, said this before. Homer I love, Hickam is I love a, going into yeah. these things without watching a trailer. Yes. That's what's so fascinating to me. Amazing performance, too. It's, it's got um, Jake Gyllenhaal, a really good young cast as well. You're going to love it. October Sky, that's us next week, but we hope you enjoyed Castaway. Trevor, we'll talk next week. See you then.